this is Craft Savvy Market with the Handmade Business Diary. And we are so excited for our summer series because uh, today we are chatting with um, Marquita of Curly Crew Books. And we are so excited to hear from her, to hear what um, inspired her business journey um, into Handmade, to hear a little bit about her business and just maybe some, some tips and how she's been able to overcome um, obstacles in her business um, and whatever else she wants to share with us. So we are so excited today to hear from Marquita. Marquita, how are you doing today? Thank you for joining us on The Handmade Business Diary. How are you today? I am good, Jandy. How are you? I am doing excellent. We're so excited to hear from you, to hear about your business journey, um, to hear about how you got into Handmade. So before we get going, my first um, thing that we want you to share with our listeners is to tell us a little bit about you and your handmade business. Okay, yes, I'm excited to be here. I love, love, love talking about this stuff. So <laughs> I am Marquita Staples and I am the owner of Curly Crew Books. And I'm not only the owner, but I am also the author, illustrator, person that does, of course, all of the things. And my business, the tagline is, essentially content for the culture. So it started off um, as a children's book brand. And that's primarily what I do. I started, wait, am I jumping ahead by talking about how I started? It's so hard to just talk about no, it. No, you're fine. Mind. You're fine. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. So I started um, this business about three or so years ago. I have two daughters and I started reading to my, she was about one and a half mm -hmm. at the time, started a story time for her and, you know, just discovered that I wasn't finding the books that I wanted. And, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't just about books that didn't feature characters of color, but that was like a huge thing. But mm -hmm. it was also, um, you know, things that were engaging for young children. So, you know, we all have heard about how literacy starts even before, you know, mm -hmm. a kid starts reading. And so mm -hmm. that bonding and them, you know, seeing the pictures and tying it to the words and then figuring out how to, how to read and falling in love with reading, all of that stuff. I really wanted to emphasize that um, with my daughter. And so I found myself liking some books that were mm -hmm. great because I liked the way the characters looked and then other books because they were short and quick mm -hmm, and colorful. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write the book that I think my daughter will love. And then yeah. I decided, you know what? I'm going to do the pictures too because I have a very strong vision oh, for wow. how I want the books to look. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, I had a book. And um, as of today, I just actually hit the publish button on a recent coloring book. So that would be book number 10 for me. Wow. And, um, Congratulations. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I, you know, I've also expanded to just other things, you know, it, it became more than just kids. So I have a coloring book that's for adults and some adult merchandise and things like that. So it's just all little little things, you know, like books and, and uh, buttons and stickers that spark mm -hmm. joy and allow us to see ourselves in that content. Oh, I love, I love that. I'm always um, really 
amazed to hear how a lot of people, especially when you talk about the handmade business journey, that a lot of people start out of, you know, a, a personal need or, or something they're experiencing and, and that prompts them to put that gift into action, if you will. And so I love that your journey with um, your picture books, coloring books started out of something that you needed for your own family, right? For your, for your kids. Um, so you already shared um, your why. Um, so were you before, before, I guess, being inspired to write the book, um, the first book, were you already drawing? Were you doing things, I guess, using the skills that you would, that you put into the book? Or was this all kind of like, I don't want to say out of the blue, did, did you just arrive there? Or were these things <laughs> you were already doing in your personal time, personal life? It was definitely more towards out of the blue than, <laughs> okay, you know, something okay. that I have been doing. Um, but, but also it's so interesting how my life kind of came full circle. So I have been working in business. So I have a, a corporate career outside of this mm -hmm. where I kind of work in, in a, a version of finance. We'll just call it mm -hmm. if I want into details. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that I've done forever and mm -hmm. it works well for me just in terms of, you know, being able to kind of know what I'm doing and get mm -hmm. the consistent income. And so when I, um, when I decided to do this, so I was working at the time at Adobe, which they make drawing and painting software, Photoshop, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a big reason why it occurred to me that, oh, I can actually use some digital tools to create this mm -hmm. stuff. Otherwise, I don't know mm -hmm. that I, I ever would have thought to draw mm -hmm. since that had not happened since I was maybe 10 years old. But the the interesting thing that I didn't realize until much later is how it really brought me back to my creative side. Um, mm -hmm. I, my whole family, we are very musically inclined. And so mm -hmm. for a while, I, I, I'm a musician, I play the flute. And oh, at wow. one point I decided that I didn't necessarily want to pursue arts as a career. I just love mm -hmm. it to bring me joy into, you know, a moment of mindfulness. And, and it was, um, it's beautiful now to look at it kind of full circle and realize that the books and having my daughter and just where I was in that point of life just kind of brought mm -hmm. so many different things together. And then I've got this business side of me that mm -hmm. is, is recognizing that part of it too. And, you know, and so that has helped to make it even more successful. So, um, so yeah, so in a way, like, you know, kind of where did this come from? But then in a way, I feel like I've been doing so many little things to kind of build up to where I am. Mm -hmm. oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, so I, you mentioned you're a mom, you're working, which leads me to, you know, kind of the next thing, which, um, we recently did, um, uh, what was it? It was a, I think it was an Instagram live, but around mother's day, we were talking about just sort of being moms. The four of us are all, you know, moms working, all that good stuff. So we were talking about just sort of balancing it all. Um, so what what have been some of your obstacles, I guess, uh, some things you've had to overcome to get to where you are in your your handmade uh, business? Oh, my goodness. So many. I think the number one obstacle, especially for those of us that are 
inclined to create our own things and you know we are it's handmade right it's it's stuff that comes from us the possibilities are endless so to tell myself no is is my biggest challenge I mean they say you know you talk about saying no to other people but I really think you know the the self-discipline to say no to yourself um because there's so many things you can do but to really whittle it down and say even though I can do it for whatever reason because I want to really focus on this thing that is doing well but could be great or because I want to spend more time with my kids or I want to go on vacation or I just want to sit here and watch a movie like what is it that I'm going to say no to that is um my everyday obstacle and at one point I I didn't I didn't tell myself no. And um and I and I actually have a very recent example of how this is like playing out now for me. I'm getting ready for an event. Um I'm in my hometown of Detroit, Michigan. I live in Atlanta now. Okay. Um okay. and I'm here to visit family, but while I'm here, I thought, you know what? I'm going to actually do an event as well. And um it required me to bring my things with me, my books and all uh, and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of experimental things. It's kind of like a lab is what I call it, like the lab. And Mm -hmm. I I make just, you know, I try some things out and then I'll put it in front of customers a lot of times at a vending event, um, which Mm -hmm. is a great way to get, uh, you know, immediate feedback. And just because I had to do that and like bring the things and like make sure I had it all. I had to tell myself no on some things. One of those is Mm -hmm. greeting cards. I've started making some greeting cards, but they do okay. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I'm like, you know what, Marquita, just stop. Like, let's just, (laughs) for now, we don't have to say no forever, but like, let's let greeting cards go for the moment and let's focus on our stickers because people love them. People obviously love the books because, because that's where I started. So that is, that's the challenge is just Mm -hmm. (laughs) being real with what I can do. No, that, that. That is real. <laughs> um, you get so many ideas as a creative and you're like, I could do this and then I could do this. I could, I could throw in this. And then yeah. realistically, it's like, yeah, I could. Um, I could stay up all night. I could stay up for three nights doing it. Right. I really need to. So I, I, I like what you're saying in that it's really fine. Like you, I think you used the word self-discipline and fine-tuning what is it that I really need to focus on, you know, to accomplish this first goal? And I like what you said that it doesn't have to mean I'm saying no forever, but for this moment, for this event, for this show, whatever it is, I, I can't do it right now. <laughs> and that, exactly. that is, it, it's almost like, like you, you see all the things and you're like, I want to get this, 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 and it's like, nope, but I, I need to scale back and just do what is necessary for this to be successful. And I love that um, you not only are saying this this is the challenging thing, but this is something like I have to do every day. And I, I think the danger in not doing it is that we are all over the place without really accomplishing anything. And I guess when you think about your customers, then sometimes maybe we confuse customers because we're like, Yes. You know, they're kind of like, are you, are you this? Are you that? What, you know, kind of, and it, I, I don't know, you know, it's nothing wrong with like doing new things, but I think when we do too much, we confuse our customers 
also, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And yeah, and it kind of, it can be a sign too of, are you even great at the thing you think you're great at, right? Like, mm-hmm. I love the restaurants that, you know, it's just a little menu. It's something mm-hmm. about that, right? It's like, they're you are really focused. good at these five things. Mm-hmm. And then they're really good at those five things. Yeah, yeah. So, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I definitely have been to a diner um, or two where it's like, everything on the menu and I'm like yeah probably nothing's good because exactly. how can you possibly have 59 items on your on your um your dinner you know entree selection so yeah I, I could definitely see that um so how do you balance being um mom being um business owner being uh an employee how do you balance all and you know you said you're spending time with family how are you balancing all these different roles um that you're that you're uh holding up right now oh my goodness it is it's another everyday battle um (laughs) but one of my recent recent revelations of like how i am at least trying to attempt the balance is Mm -hmm. looking at things more from a point of what i want just actually my 2023 word I had a word of the year it was vibe Mm -hmm. and sometimes when I'm just thinking of too many different things gotta do this I'm just like Marquita what's the vibe like Mm -hmm. what what do we ultimately want um Mm -hmm. and so you know if I have a, a couple hours left in the day and 50 things to do what do I want to feel at the end of this day? Do I want to feel, mm-hmm. or at the end of this two hours, because maybe those two hours are like three to five and then the next, the rest of the evening is going to be with my kids. So, you mm-hmm. know, what do I need? Do I need, do I need to feel peace? Do I need to feel like I got that one thing out the way? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just trying to simplify because the balance at that, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, <laughs> but I'm like, at least I can, in this moment, feel feel like I've done the thing that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So balance, maybe not, but I can simplify it and do one, two, three things, and and know that I I have it done. So yeah, it, it's a it's an interesting struggle for sure. Um, and I think it, it sometimes it's like just prioritize for this moment. What what is it that needs to you know what has to be done, and and which one of these is most important in this moment, and get that done, um, as opposed to maybe all the time having the quote unquote balance. Um, yeah. So we're absolutely. gonna talk a, a little bit about um, just handmade business stuff um, as we get ready to um, wind down the interview. So. What um what do you wish you knew before starting your business as a handmade or a hand handmaker, I guess I could say? What do you wish you knew before starting it? It goes back to that earlier comment. I wish I at least I wish I had a better appreciation for how long it takes to mm. um become good at something. Uh, mm-hmm. like, I, like, I know that in theory, I think we all know that, but then you, you start to work on something and you're like, you know, that's again, back to these greeting cards. That's what took me there. I was like, oh, well, I mean, a, a greeting card is basically a book cover, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done those, but no, it's like the paper and it's the way that it, mm-hmm. everything's laid out. And, and then, um, when you get into, because I, I'm making these 
these greeting cards at home. And so yet the mm-hmm. paper alone, the the iterations that you can make on the different types, yeah. paper weight and textures. Um, mm-hmm. So with each thing that I take on, there is a whole new learning curve. Yeah. And every mm-hmm. time you iterate it, and I know you can relate to this because your head wraps, I can only imagine like, you change the, the size or the material mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. thing just looks completely different. It could be dope. It could still be, but you're, you just can make the smallest change and now it, it can affect so many other things. And that goes yeah. to social media platforms and like, I mean, everything it's a learning curve. So yeah. that's, I've been learning that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think um, what I've seen is sometimes people who are purchasing the the things from us whatever those things are the the products that we make uh don't don't realize that and then even sometimes when people make suggestions to you you should do this it's like oh my goodness yeah that sounds really good (laughs) in theory but who has time to go learn how to do it you know so and and nothing wrong you know we we should always be lifelong learners but like you said how long is it going to take me to get great at it even to where you know, I can, I can market this as a product, um, you know, and, and get my, my time and the effort I put into it in return. Um, so I think a lot of times I laugh because people have great suggestions. You should do this and then you should do this. And I'm like, mm-hmm, it sounds really good. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Right. Say, Thank you. I'll think about it. <laughs> And sometimes I will actually write those things down, right? I'll mm-hmm. I'll take it seriously and and but but gone are the days of you're right. Actually, let me let me see if I can just, you know, yeah, sketch something out. <laughs> like, no, okay, let me at least just take a, a minute to, you know, put it in the queue somewhere and <laughs> mm-hmm. and see what what I can if if this is workable or yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I, I see that. Um, so what's a hack that, and I hate, I really hate the word hack. So let me say, what is something you have adapted perhaps that helps you run your business more efficiently? Maybe some, something that when you first started, you were like doing it this way, but now you kind of understand, okay, if I do it, if I do these things differently, then I can get a better, you know, result or better run for my time or whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, well, I have two. I have one that I was going to say, and then one that you made me think of as you were asking the question. Um, mm-hmm. The first is a tool called Repurpose IO. And mm-hmm. I love it so much. So TikTok is my favorite platform. And so okay. I found that if I start doing things on TikTok and then if I can push it anywhere else, it just mm-hmm. goes amazingly well and repurpose it makes it super easy to just post and it automatically repost my tiktok as a reel and then mm-hmm. as a youtube short and on facebook oh, wow. um and these are platforms that i was kind of neglecting before and mm-hmm. i mean original content is always you know going to be like your best bet i guess um because each mm-hmm. platform has its own personality but it's been a lifesaver for me wow. to get more things out there. And then the the other one um, also related to marketing is Amazon ads. Um, mm-hmm. So I sell a lot of my things. I sell both my books and my stickers on Amazon. And a lot of people just automatically assume that ads cost a lot of money and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just going to be too hard. But I have found that 
if you're already selling your stuff somewhere and then you, mm-hmm. you know, kind of make people even more aware while they're already there. So people are already on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I get a lot more bang for my buck when I'm doing it that way. And so I've started to, you know, just speaking of learning more about things, it's become my platform that I've really learned and kind of perfected my marketing or, you know, not perfected, but really gotten my marketing strategy a lot better Mm -hmm. there. And I find that Mm -hmm. I spend a lot less time marketing if I can get some successful ads going versus, you know, a lot of time on social media. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I need to, I'm taking notes. I need to (laughs) check out these platforms for myself. No, that's really, really great. Um, Thank you for sharing. So she said repurpose IO and Amazon ads. If your product, um, you know, she has a uh, books, paper goods. So if your product is is on Amazon, definitely check those out. And I guess um, as we close, let's see, let me ask you this. What would you say to the person who is on the fence about starting a handmade business or the person who who's in it, but they're kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I may be this may be it for me. What would you say? Either one, you can pick one or you can share something with both. Yeah. You know, just never forget that you were put on this earth for a reason. You have a purpose, your work, your vision, everything that you put your hands to has intention behind it when you are doing what you're, what you're meant to do. So Mm -hmm. somebody, somebody wants it. Somebody is ready to buy it, to love it, to have it as their new thing. So it will not be an easy road, but you will feel so fulfilled Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, you know, and then hopefully also reap the financial rewards of it as well. But I mean, just the fulfillment of your thing being Mm -hmm. out here in the world is, Mm -hmm. it is what we're, it's what we're here for. Yes. Thank you so, so much. That encouraged me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That encouraged me. I, I um, wrote a book. Um, when did the book come out? It came out at the beginning of this year. And so that, that I, I did feel a sense of like, it's done. You know, like I knew I had to do it. And well, of course, there's still the next step of, like you said, the marketing, but it, it was just a big relief to say, you know, I knew I was supposed to do this and I, I did it and it's out here now, you know, yes, so, so, that is um, awesome. so I love what you said in terms of like, somebody needs it. And I think it's really easy as a maker to try or, or just a creative person to try to strive for perfection because I really wanted that book to be perfect. I wanted everything in there just right. And at some point I had to just stop doing that and just say it, it's good you know yeah it's, it's fine it's good it's it someone will be blessed and I think uh someone told me you know you know way more about this topic than you know somebody out there so exactly. while you're trying to like be perfect like for someone even what you consider your little will be a lot and and they'll be happy to like see that, read that, take it in and, you know, share that with their family um, and who, you know, whoever else they're sharing the the book with in this case, but anyway, but yeah. So true. So, so true. <laughs> that encouraged me. So Marquita, can you tell our audience 
how they can find you. If you know, you mentioned multiple platforms, tell us where we can find you, your handles and how we can support um, your business. So where we can find your books and your um, stickers. Yes. So I am, if you want to ever reach out to me for anything, I check my own emails and I tend to get back <laughs> Marquita at curlycrewbooks.com. And uh, fortunately I'm curly crew books everywhere. So my website is curlycrewbooks.com and then I'm curly crew books on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Those are my main three platforms. And you can also find my books on Amazon. Um, I also write under a pen name. So one, what my primary series is Curly Crew Books. And I also have another series, different aesthetic, different theme, everything called mm-hmm. Urban Blossoms. So um, that one is me as well. So yeah, that's where you'll find me. Awesome. Thank you so much. So please, um, those of you listening, please support Marquita. Check out her books um, at Curly Crew Books. Find her on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Amazon. And then that that pen, the one that she's writing under the pen name. I don't know what that's about, but check that out too. <laughs> it was just an experiment, you know? Like, let me let me tap into a different because that's a, okay. I mean, we didn't we didn't even get into that, uh, Jandy. Uh-huh. But you know, when we talk about selling these businesses, right? Like mm-hmm. we want that brand to be separate from us. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all about those brands, but that'll yeah. we'll make that the next episode. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna <laughs> definitely check it out and see what that's about. It sounds sounds interesting. Um, but thank you so so much for taking time out of your vacation to chat with us for a little bit. Um, and thank you for sharing your story. And we hope that. Um, our listeners and um, just those that are into, um, you know, thinking about a handmade business or already own a handmade business. We hope that you were inspired by Marquita's story. If you have any questions, comments, please reach out to us or to her to, you know, get more details if there's something you heard that um, sparked an interest with you. So Marquita, thanks for joining us. And we hope, hopefully we can talk to you a little bit longer Um, on sort of a full-length podcast. But thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. No problem. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.